Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. Live from the Asia Tech Podcast Studio, today is the Esports Asia Show. Again, with me, Andy, and my co-host, Sabir. And today we have in the studio the Managing Director of Genesis Motion Design, Benjamin Ang. What's up, what's up? What's up, what's man? Up? Hey, I know I got your name right because I actually <laughs> did some homework. Really? So I watched your episode with Chris Doe. Yeah. That's a sick episode, right, man. Cool. I mean, Thanks. Chris Doe with Thanks. the future is like really into the design space. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you being featured there says a lot about you, man. So that's great. <laughs> Thanks, man. So Thanks. yeah, let's just share a little bit about how... I mean, you uh, in the episode you mentioned you interned at uh, this uh, blind. Yeah, this company called Blind. Blind, That's right, right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So, what what were what were you doing there? Yeah. So uh, basically, um, Chris Doe, uh, he's the founder of Blind. Yes. And so that's where. Um, I pretty much do it's an internship. So I went there to really focus on design and right. really focus on this thing called motion graphics, which is mm. what we do. Mm-hmm. And pretty much um, just kind of going there, which uh, Blind is actually based in Los Angeles. Yes. Just going there, uh, just getting immersed in the culture right. and really getting immersed in like, you know, what they do, um, getting immersed in the work, the whole workflow and just kind of really figuring out, you know, yeah. uh, the difference between uh, like a Singapore mm. company and, and, and the one in Los Angeles where, you know, Hollywood's at and yeah. where all these big <laughs> companies are at. Right. So, oh, that's, that's awesome. So, so what was the biggest difference you saw during your time there? Great question. Yeah? Great question. So um, there, were, there were a couple of differences for sure. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, you know, say that Singapore is a bad place or, you know, <laughs> LA is a bad place or anything like that. Yeah. But pretty much um, what is the difference is pretty uh, pretty much culture. Like, you know, how people um, really believe in collaboration, mm. like pretty much um, believe in like really having fun while doing work. And, right. and that whole culture is really like a big culture shock to me. Yeah. I was like, yo, you know, in Singapore, we are here, you know, really just struggling day in, day out. <laughs> and then just trying to, you know, get work done. And it's just like, mm-hmm. just work, work, work. Whereas when you're there, they believe in like, yo, let's like, you know, let's do work. But like, come on, let's like kind of collaborate. Like, yeah. you know, you, you come up with an idea, let someone else come up with an idea. And mm. then we all figure out what's the best way to go around that. Right. And uh, that was a culture shock to me, for sure. Right. So that's, that's that's good. I think that's a good way of going about it, right? Yeah. If we don't all grow together, we're not going to grow. Exactly, yes. That. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, let's take a step back then. Let's mm. uh, talk a little bit about, you know, who you are, mm. what you do, why you're in Singapore and not <laughs> in LA. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, great question. Um Pretty much, my name is Benjamin Ang. You got that right. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got that right. Um, so, what I um, I am the creative director or managing director uh, for this company called Genesis Motion Design, which I started out um, started out back in two thousand fifteen. Mm. So that uh, we are running currently about four years and running. Yep. And what we do is pretty much focus on this thing called motion graphics, which is. Um, creating which is videos which is graphic videos think of it as uh, graphic videos but it's being animated mm. with like still graphics right. in a way so um, the companies or people we usually help are brands or people or, or businesses that wants to really you know uh, make it clear like what they're doing like, or their product like to explain their product yeah. and that's where um, 
we work with different brands. Um, for example, like for Facebook, mm. uh, we work with different brands from uh, Razer, right. or MSI, okay, wow, um, yeah. and EA as well. So um, it's just really kind of uh, creating promos as well. Right. So it's just like promoting the brand, promoting the game, and uh, and we've recently also worked with uh, Hyperplay, mm. uh, oh, nice. for, uh, awesome. which was for yeah for Riot. So yeah, right, yeah. So um, for that, uh, there's a whole lot more. It's not just creating the videos, but creating them in yeah. a specific platform, uh, which is pretty much like at different LED screens. Right. And, you know when the players are coming up, or like uh, you got to play their, you know, they they represent their team logo. Okay. Right, in right. the sense, for yeah. hyperplay sense, it's in the country. Um, and then we have also different things like uh, if they win, you know, mm. like you have victory animations, right? And, uh, different things. So that's it, it, It's really it's really eye opener for us because. Um, doing it just motion graphics, explaining uh, products, explaining brands may not, you know, kind of relate to that. But uh, we kind of, as a gamer ourselves, we kind of understand what they mm, need because yeah. I've been watching too much, like, <laughs> too much, like, it's dream hack. Much, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome. I mean, we're, obviously, we're going to talk about esports and motion design. But sure. for now, I'm just interested. Who was your first client? First client? Yeah. Wow. Do you remember? First client. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. I mean, that's it should be one. special, right? That moment, you know, you lock in something. Ah, this is my first right, ever right. job, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't remember, maybe the earliest job you've ever had. Right. So, I, I remember one job that was pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't a really, uh, a job that was really, um, I would say, like a super interesting brand uh, that the brand we worked with the agency um, which they were working for a client mm-hmm. which is called AIA which is an insurance yeah. company uh, right? so okay. like you know explaining insurance yeah. wasn't the best thing <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> especially for a video and it's, it's really tricky to make it mm. really um, interesting right. so um, pretty much uh, we we had it we, we animated it uh, we, con- uh, we worked with the agency they conceptualized things and I think that the brand, after it's done, it was actually featured in like the in in cinemas, wow, and, and online, and that That's was like great. the first that was the first major I would say major, project. Right, I was like when I watched it in cinemas, I was like yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insurance though, like yes. but it's me, it's me. Hey, yeah, that's, I got that's, it. that's you, great for you if you're on a yes. date. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you can just yeah. say hey. That's, that's my, my thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, like like it was just a. Uh, it was, it was just it was just self achievement and like yeah. for family and friends yeah. they all know so they were like hey yo 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 man it's it's yours you know? yes <laughs> yeah we're not really paying attention to the actual right. message but we got that across so. I mean that's amazing because yeah. here's the thing about motion design right I believe that it brings that you know words concepts ideas into even uh, even a better to the audience because audience sometimes wouldn't really tune into words. And you know, just uh, yeah, a, sure. a, a plain stories, right? Yeah. But when you mm. pump motion design into it, people will just listen and they, yeah. they'll be engaged, right? Yeah. So, is this the idea that you work with, with in Genesis? Yeah, for sure. So, um, what we believe in is um, basically telling stories in the most interesting way possible, mm. and in the shortest way possible. You know, right. especially now, um, in, in general. Uh, people attention spans are getting way yeah. shorter. Yes. Like, people attention spans are like five seconds. If it's not yes. interesting, I'm just going to swipe past. I'm just going <laughs> to swipe past. Yes. And like, um, so that's the tricky portion, especially with um, uh, younger people using social media and everything. Um, with this, 
people's attention spans are getting shorter. Right? With televisions back then, mm. people were like, yeah, I have to, you know, watch it through, watch yeah. through an advertisement and wait for True. my show to come up. Mm. At least one person would do that and then they would call uh, their family, hey, it's starting, <laughs> and then uh, the rest of them would like rush back in. Right, right, right. I still remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nostalgic. So how do you guys, you know, how do you guys keep, uh, keep in touch and keep up to date with all the new trends, preferences? Because I mean, you know, from speaking with you uh, a week ago, you seem pretty adamant that, you know, like traditional media, sure, it had its place and it had its time, but now mm. it's time for, you know, new media. Yeah. And, and, and really like, you know, grasping that and using that to your advantage. So how do you guys stay on top of things? Right. So to be honest with you, um, it kind of hit us pretty much in the face, mm. um, this social media thing. Um, because uh, prior then, like maybe about two, two, three years ago, we were actually doing a lot of um, uh, spots. We call it spots or TV spots mm. for uh, promoting, you know, um, broadcast uh, stations or broadcast shows. So we've been working with MTV, we've been working with Food Network, uh, Asian Food Channel, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of realized that, hey, the de- demand was actually kind of going down. We were getting less of mm. these jobs. And then like social media jobs are actually, actually piling up a, a lot more. So um, we kind of, um, there wasn't much difference in terms of how we work, but uh, we noticed that like the requirements are getting shorter, but there uh, there'll be more re- uh, deliverables required. There'll right, be more right. things, you know, for example, um, social media promotions is not just a short video, but they, they have like carousels, like we can mm. just swipe through one, f- to kind of view one product from another. They have like uh, Instagram stories, different like, you know, different shapes and sizes of different yeah. things. And that's like, like that it kind of hit us hard in the face and we're like, oh, what, what's happening? Like, we're not getting these <laughs> right. jobs anymore. Mm. Yeah, so, um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't downplay traditional media. Mm. Yeah. For sure, it's it's it it has it's a it's a it's a platform in itself. Yeah, and I wouldn't really like kind of look down on it. But what I'll say is that um, it's it's good at certain things. It's not good at certain things. And different platforms are great at certain things. And there's pros and cons. And yeah, so really, it's just um, I think social media is really uh, is really been running mm. pretty strong. And I think uh, as technology progresses. There are more um, different platforms for right. us to jump. Yeah, yeah. Platforms. That's the interesting part because mm. with TV, right? When you do a, a, a commission for TV, you're 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 just gonna produce one set of, uh, I'd say, a reel. Yeah, like like a video. Like yeah. it's just yeah. a promotion. It's just one thing, one, one and you'll just run second. it again and again yeah. and again. Yeah. But with social media. It's interesting because there's different context for different platforms, right? Yeah. Even right. Uh, like when you say LinkedIn versus Instagram, mm. you can't post the same thing on both platforms. Yeah. So that's where I think you'll have to work a bit harder because you have to exactly switch mm. context, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So does this like make it even harder for you to? It does. You know? It does. <laughs> All right. Um, so pretty much is uh, I'll say I'll call this strategy mm. because um, posting it on Facebook, you know, you're targeting a certain audience. Yes. Posting it on a YouTube, targeting a certain audience. Putting on LinkedIn, mm. you're targeting a certain audience. And the thing about uh, getting you know people to follow you on these different platforms, yeah. even Twitter and things like that, mm. um, is that each of these platforms have to have its own unique content in yes. a way, in order to kind of draw people and and to get them to you know um, follow you on these platforms. So for example, um, Twitter is really I, I would say it's really a, like a sh- um, like how the system functions. You can actually reply and you can actually see the original post. Yeah. So uh, it may lead, using Twitter may lead to like conversations, you know, 
with the with the people yeah. that are that are patronizing your brand or your business or your product, right? But um, for Facebook, it, it's just really kind of um, in its in a sense, it's used as ads and things like that. So yeah. it's really like mass marketed, and really kind of you know different angles, different things. Yeah. But it's it's dependent on each company and each their company. strategy, right? So you have a you have, you're right there. You're right there. All you right, yeah. Yeah, I know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> cool, All right, cool, so cool. let's jump into this exciting space that uh, the reason why we created the show. Talk about esports. Bareth, can we pull the link up? All right. So I actually did some homework last night. <laughs> Damn. So I went into your website, genesis.tv, mm-hmm. and I saw a few of your videos that are very eye catching. And mm-hmm. the first one I saw was. Razor, but let's just run through each and every one of them. Cool, okay, this cool. one, Razor. This is a an ad for Razor Mamba, right? Yeah, the Razor yeah, ha- so uh, Mamba Hyperflux. What I'm interested Ooh. is just maybe you can just talk about the process of this. Like, how did you get in touch with Razor? How did you came into doing this? The conceptualization. So just share with us what was in your mind when you were doing this. Cool. Yeah. So basically, um, we kind of reached out to Razor. To Razor. Right. And oh, so so you reached out. Yeah, we reached out. Right. To okay. I mean, prior to this, to be honest, uh, we don't have much esports or right. you know, gaming related, you know, uh, portfolio. Right. Work. Everything was like. So all... was this the first esports project? I would say yeah. I would right. say I would say where it kind of got um pretty serious, mm. and this was oh. the first one. Oh, that's awesome! And when was this? Uh, this was done last year. I think pretty much um, early last year actually. Mm. Yeah. If I'm not wrong, and was that was that always a goal of yours? Like when you when you joined or when you started this company, you know, did you think, hey, at some point, you know what, I want to bring my passion industry into this as well, and I want to be able to like work with Razor or Blizzard or Riot? Was that something that you were looking to? Or a hey, great question, actually. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, like when I was starting this company, mm. 2015, when we were first, was my, my first year working on this company, I was doing work really, really late nights. You know, doing until four in the morning. Wow. Um, and then going back to work at, uh, at ten the next day. You know? Oh my god! So it's, 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 <laughs> you it's, sure you weren't in banking with me? <laughs> no, it's a vicious cycle, man. So um, when you're really starting a company, so um, pretty much, you know. Doing work all the time would just shut me down. Like, my brain couldn't work. So, mm-hmm. what do I have to do is... I play games. I play CS, actually. Yes. I play a lot of <laughs> Counter-Strike uh, during the, back then. And then, like, if you know, like, you know you know tournaments? They're yes. all held in, like, 12, 1. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, you, it's the perfect time. Yes. <laughs> the perfect time. Like, I was playing some games. I was doing some work. Putting, like, you know, streaming it on the side. And I was just like, yo, you know. Uh, but it actually didn't really click. Back then, I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, I was just enjoying myself. I was just playing some games, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then back then, it was like, it, it was a dream. Mm. It wasn't really reality just yet. Um, only just when we, after building some portfolio, and then I was just like, yeah, maybe we'll give it a shot. Mm. Maybe we'll give it a shot. And um, thanks to the the guys at uh, Razor who looked at our portfolio and they like, to be honest, it was a big uh, step of a leap of faith from them. Right. Like, but looking at our work before, we weren't really, we don't have really a lot of brands on us in, in yeah. terms of gaming. Mm. So they don't, they, don't, they were the first ones to take the big step. Um, so, yeah, I think from there, we kind of gotten started to actually work on that. Mm. And it kind of just rolled on from there. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Right now, you're working with uh, Riot as well for League of Legends and yeah. uh, Hyperplay, right? One yes, of the terms. And you also have MSI on your portfolio, yeah, right? Correct. Can we take a look at the League of Legends patch? I think it's pre-season. 
Yeah, this one. Yeah. So this one, I was pretty interested, even though I don't play League. Right. This was like a patch for you guys. And <laughs> the way you presented it is mm. through motion graphics, right? Correct. So that's interesting because people would be more engaged and they would click faster. Because yeah. sometimes for players, we don't quite understand the patch yeah, at one sure. go, right? Mm. But with this, I was actually like nodding along when I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. like very informational, but very engaging. Mm. Oh, so absolutely, yeah. Maybe you saw this, Sabir? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. As, a, as a league player, you know, you have to go through the patch notes. Yes. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter if, if your champion gets buffed or nerfed. You need to know if, you, you know, need to know it. Yeah. bloody LeBlanc sure. is going to roll down and <laughs> one-shot your ass or, you know, sorry, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> so, so cool. having something like this was actually really cool. You know, mm. you just kind of watch it. Yes. They're explaining it. Um, and the graphics are really engaging. Really like, engaging, That's yes. what I really like about, you know, your portfolio is that the graphics and just, you know, the animations and everything, it's just, it just captivates you. You know, yes. you want to keep your eyes mm -hmm. on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, so pretty much the story behind this, mm. um, they, Brian, I think we, we kind of just met them. Right. Uh, they actually have a um, office recently opened in Singapore. Oh, so right. office last year. Okay. So, so that was like, yeah, man, there's our chance, you know, in Singapore, we're going to meet them face to face. That's cool, <laughs> Why <yeah>. not? <laughs> so like, yo, um, and then um, we took the chance and then they were like, yo, uh, we have this preseason coming up. Uh, I mean, the, we need to brief them on the, the, the patches and the changes. Yeah. Um, are you keen to work on this? And then um, there's, there's a presenter to us, you know, like our job is to really translate the message well, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And then, but what we got from the riot himself is just like a list. Right? <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's really hard to exalt. Yeah. You know, like, 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 how do we do that? And so, like, um, we kind of got into that and we kind of broke that down, talked with them. We actually played a game or two mm. with the with Riot himself. That's freaking awesome. That's awesome, <laughs> man. We get like, you know, get to explore the, the, new, the new interfaces. Mm. Uh, we get uh, accounts and then with unlimited cash, oh. you know, just like, oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then just kind of like really <laughs> buying and then like observing how the animations are being played. <laughs> and then, yo, like if we can actually get this account in real mana, no, but yeah. I guess, like, they deleted it after. Ah. Yeah, I mean. All right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, just kind of studying that and then uh, it, it got to that. So uh, we managed to craft the video, um, planning, uh, showing a storyboards and really planning everything out. Everything went really smoothly and, um, once the video was launched, it was actually launched in the the, um, the YouTube Singapore uh, mm. Riot account. Right. So um, it just blew up for mm. some reason. Um, I think that was... Uh, and then they were like, yo, uh, they, I, I was kind of reading comments as well. And they were saying like, um, why is the voice like so... Um, so local? Like so... Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, I saw the yeah. comments. They and were then, a bit of a... Yeah. They, they were flaming the girl. <laughs> yeah, they were flaming the girl. But... The, the reason for that is because like it's supposed to be launched locally for In the local Singapore, audience. Okay. Yeah, yes. right, right, right. And then they were mistaken it, uh, mis mistakening it for the um, for the global launch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah. And then it kind of it kind of just stacked like millions of the millions of views. Yes. And I was like, yo, why is this like you know they were, they were picking up things, but like they did not know that it's supposed to be for the local. local. Right, so like, yes. we were like, yo, it's blowing up quite a bit. <laughs> and then the, the global team came in and they're like, yeah, uh, yeah, can we use this video as well? Mm, That's for the, for the local thing. Then we were like, yo, yo, just have fun. Just go for it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> go wild. Few more millions, sure. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that's awesome. So that's interesting because uh, one, one point I picked up there is that you didn't expect it to blow up. 
yeah. in that scale. Mm-hmm. So when you were doing it, did you expect your work to blow up in that scale? Um, yeah, so pretty much uh, the, 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 the answer to that is no. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the answer okay. to that is no. <laughs> and the reason is uh, we just, you know, do our best like for every project we take on, you know, yeah. we just try to figure out the best ways to tell that story, mm. figure out the best ways to kind of go about that and then from there, just uh, just launch it. I, I think it was um, it re- it's just really good timing, I would say. And I, you know, um, it's just, yeah, I would say timing is one of it. And I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, even Global really didn't get to launch it yet, mm. I think, if I'm not wrong. Right. Global didn't really right. launch that, that actual that patch notes or, or that patch in video yet. In video, yeah. yeah. In video yet. So that was the first one. So um, I'm not sure how they found it, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, you're yeah, downplaying yeah. yourself. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. great stuff, man. The graphics are Appreciate on it. point. So Appreciate it. It, it. It's no wonder it blew up. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like uh, one 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 of the big points about this show is kind of informing the audience and informing yes. people that don't really know about esports that hey, you know, there's a plethora of of jobs and opportunities in this industry. Yes. Like it's yeah. not just gamer or not gamer, you know, yeah. or shotcaster or not shotcaster. It's not. Pretty and, much. Pretty much. And I'm surprised because I'm learning more about, you know, yeah. your <laughs> work and, right, and what cool. what goes on behind that. Because yeah. you mentioned Hyperplay and, and <clears throat> believe it or not, Hyperplay was probably the first proper esports event I've been to. Yeah. Because sure. right. I just haven't, you know, I've been in Dubai, I've been mm. in London. Yes. I haven't had a chance to go to any esports events. I see. So going to Hyperplay and seeing, you know, all the other things that, goes on behind the event and behind actually like driving up the hype or yeah. player introductions yeah, and yeah, animations. Yeah. And I was like, damn, like damn. this is this is high production quality. Like yes. this is really cool. For sure. For sure. So I I just wanted to know like, you know, first of all, how stressful is it <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to work in an event oh, like yeah. that? And uh second of all, you know, like what what would you like to highlight that, you know, goes on behind the scenes that people don't actually know about that, you know, as actually pretty important mm. to the event and to getting people to you know enjoy it yeah for yeah. sure <clears throat> so i think hyperplay was pretty much like like what i mentioned mm. we've, we've worked with uh, like mtv and like mm-hmm. um for different platforms you know uh, like for led platforms behind their singers and they sing uh, so that was pretty much something that we displayed that we could do and they kind of told that and like yo you like after working with them on the preseason, you know i think after seeing our work on for reason things like that um, they just kind of like com- uh, like kind of piece that together, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yo, maybe we could try you guys out." Yeah. Right. So uh, that's that was a start, and then uh, what they came to us for was for the um, broadcast animations, the broadcast assets. So the stuff that you see on uh, on, if I'm not wrong, on 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 on, on Twitch, mm. um, it was pretty much um, all the different animations in between. That's what we handled. We also handled the stage graphics. Right. So meaning like the whole experience of the whole thing. So prior to that, um, this this whole event was actually um, handled uh, with Riot and with MTV. So they had a lot. They have like sh- content strategists coming mm. in, you know, mm. planning the different things, mm-hmm. like what Sabrina's mentioned. So um, it's really on um, like like building the hype. They actually did a really good job in building the hype. Right. So my role was, wasn't really uh, on that portion, but I would say it's a really great job. Mm. But uh, my role was uh, like pretty much creating the immersive experience uh, for players to kind of watch the games, uh, whether being at home or on the on on in the the location itself. Yeah. 
So yeah, so we were planning. Uh, the, we pretty much all they gave us was pretty much. Oh, here's our logo. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you and if you seen if you seen the logo, the logo is pretty pretty darn um, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, I'm not sure if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's it has it has a bunch of like different characters, different assets. Yeah. Mm. And you like, here's the logo. Just you know, have fun with that. And then we were like, yeah, let's let's just try to build it. Uh, so we kind of. Uh, dissected each part of the logo and then we try to figure out what's the best um, way to kind of go about that and presenting it in a, a simple, a more simple and clean manner so that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to, it doesn't give you too much stress on the eye yeah, in that right. sense. So, um, yeah, pretty much uh, that's what that's what we did. That's what we jumped on. Um, working with them was really a great experience. Mm. Um, they taught us a lot um, mm. in terms of uh, the event team who's actually doing the LEDs uh, they, they taught us um, pretty much like you know how their workflow how their workflow goes yeah and 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 to my surprise something that I learned from Riot was that they actually have an international team that goes f- that flies around different countries to mm. to run the to run uh, oh, league wow. games so okay. whatever they're handling on broadcast right they have their own broadcast room with like tons of people like right. more than 10 people damn like switching doing the edit live edits and, interesting and things like that and they, they are so familiar with the whole flow that they just go there and then just quick, just quick to work, just just jump right Damn. on, right on it. That must have been good to like look and learn as well, yeah, right? For sure. Yeah, I was like, uh, yo, I, I mean, I thought it would just be like a panel, like maybe two or three <laughs> guys. I opened the door, I was like, whoa, then, <laughs> and everybody's like jumping around, writing notes, you know, like if it, it's it seems like a uh, like a like like a scene from a movie, mm, <laughs> and yeah, they're yeah. all like headphones, and, yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. and then like yo, you're there in the back, like oh, <laughs> am I in the wrong room? Yeah. But like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's pretty much uh, pretty much a good experience. Mm. So well, I mean, I was working one of the guy. Um, if I don't know his name, Sam. Um, pretty much, we were discussing you know all the different events. Right. Uh, when, uh, how does uh, you know when the victory animations, mm. uh, the victory defeat, how does it come up, um, or if it's stagnant, uh, we call it a living hole. Which is which is uh pretty much a moving graphic when everything is on pause oh, okay. or like you know when the events in between things it's just it's just moving right like right. we're just figuring out what's the best way to kind of show that and the most interesting ways to show that transitions and everything like mm. that as well um we were kind of discussing you know because we have like so many screens I would say probably about seven eight screens mm-hmm. different screen different placements how do we place them in an interesting manner for the audience. So that they can really feel like immersive, like a, a red side and a blue side, you know. It's yeah. really clear on right. one side, like when if they win, if they lose. And you can't really like you know you can't really put it uh the loser as in like you're really like, you know, a really downplay the loser <laughs> in that sense. Because it's not nice. Yes. Yeah, you can't you can't like yo losers and it's like you can't winners, you know, you can't do that. You can't do so that. So it has to be subtle, right? <laughs> You yeah. can't be like in your face loser. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, we put it as a, a victory and defeat. Like yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a bit more neutral. You yes. know what I mean? The colors, we, we try to use the colors to kind of really uh, carry the message right. across. Uh, but we can't like, you know, put it mm. in a very yeah. in your face way because that's uh, losing it is just one game. That's a couple more games yes, to go. Sure. You, you, can't, you can't do that. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was a really good learning experience. Like learning like from the end, like the PR side, like how to do things. Mm. Mm. And then on our end, like sharing like different interesting animations, yes. piecing different things together, uh, from a from a perspective of like um esports enthusiasts, like what do I want to see? So um, yeah, I think just having that background and working with them in that way, 
pretty much helps the whole experience to really right. be really smooth. So mm. that's what we really, really enjoyed. That is really interesting because mm. moving on a bit, uh, my view is that esports in the long term, the value comes from entertainment. Yeah. And entertainment is in the form of viewership, yeah. maybe a, a, a spectating a grand tournament. And you mentioned a great point about experience. So motion design is, if you just look at it, what it is, it's just graphics, hmm. right? But what people don't realize is it's actually leading you in a way that it is the guide for you to enjoy an experience from end to end, mm-hmm. right? So motion design and any other creative side of the esports industry is really getting that a sense of professionalization, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you experience that walking into a room into 10 guys, you're witnessing at that second that, hey, this industry is happening. Yeah, for and sure. And you are in it, right? Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, albeit, albeit in the non-traditional way, yeah. in a creative way. Yeah. So my interest right now is, what is your view uh, about esports incorporating motion design as a, 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 a centerpiece, like a, an important piece of the whole industry yeah so i think it's a uh, it's I'm, I'm to be honest with you i'm really really excited mm. yeah i'm really excited because, we are <laughs> because it, it, i mean it combines two of my most favorite things together mm. you know, yeah like doing um uh, doing thinking of strategies and and doing that um uh, through videos through graphic video content yeah. and then also with esports in itself yes so um i'm really excited like what you say um like i agree with you with what you said um it being moving onto the entertainment sort of industry. Yes. It's a combination. The, the great thing about esports is a combination of everything. Mm. And uh, doing this content, it's it's really, really, really fascinating. It's like, um, because what we do in motion design is pretty much, you know, try different content. We do film, you know. Mm. Uh, we can integrate motion graphics with film. We can integrate motion graphics with uh, your VR, your AR. And that's just the beginning. That's the, just the tip of the iceberg, yes. right? The tip of the iceberg. So, Essentially, uh, we've been we've been um, seeing a little bit of this. We've been seeing a lot of content being rolled out mm-hmm. recently, especially with like what we've been mentioning, like with League of Legends, with Riot Games. They've been running out so many, yeah. so many content. And actually, um, I was just posting some content on my Facebook page a few days ago, and then just in the next day, right, I just posted out another another content. Which was like something like an anime intro, like a manga <laughs> anime intro. Or, or right. That was like pretty much content after content. Yeah. They've really been crazy about it. So it's just not content at home, but also doing the esports event itself. Uh, like, you know, introducing the different stats, the different mm-hmm. teams, yes. making things really interesting, you know, how their play is like, you know, uh, what's their victory defeat, what's their a track record, you know, you know, uh, with the certain uh, with a certain other team, you know. And things like that. That's um, that's one great way to show content. Yeah. And we've been seeing this content um, not only just flat, but like through AR as well. Mm. So which is something I, like I love to talk about. Um, so AR technology technology is pretty much your augmented reality. Yeah. And actually, it's being implemented a lot in actually mm. Dota. Right. Dota to uh, Valve did a great job um, actually implementing this. Uh, uh, AR mm-hmm. uh, AR system which actually talks about you know when the when the shoutcasters are at the back in the front you actually whatever they are talking about 
the graphics appear, the characters appear, right. and then like they, they talk about the different stats, and then you see the kind of rising going down, yeah, yeah, in a very interactive That's manner. That's cool. So it, it's not actually there in real life, yeah. But actually, when they are, but when you, when through a lens, and then they are actually matching everything together, you see you it can coming see together, it. yeah, yes. from an audience perspe- perspective. There was this big launch by Dota too at the international. Uh-huh. Was it the Pit Lord? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 That yeah, was the yeah, launch yeah, of yeah. AR technology with Dota, right? Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Like yeah. uh one of the things in League was the dragon. Yeah. You saw uh-huh. uh, you, yeah. you showed us in I the first episode. Last year at Worlds, yeah. oh me and my friend Michael, we were just going crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Texting each other like, is that the Elder Drake? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's really great uh yeah. seeing these companies implement yeah. new technology into uh, uh adding value into esports. Yeah, for sure. Uh but the thing is Is it really adding value into esports? Like, hmm. what is your view on this? Is it just uh, uh, some people would argue that it's just a gimmick, right? You know, yeah, But for sure. For me, I mean, personally, I enjoy it, and it adds to the experience of viewing a, a big tournament, and it just takes you to another level of hmm. experience, right? Yeah. But how do you convince those critics, like those? cynics you know like yeah. it's just a gimmick man it's just dragons flying or yeah whatever. yeah for sure i mean everything in visuals i would say is mainly just for show you know just mm. for entertainment value yeah. mm. and um pretty much those people maybe i mean i mean it's it's up to personal preference at the end of the <laughs> sure. day yeah but uh in general entertainment industry the movie industry is all moving forwards yeah right so nowadays you even get movies in vr yes I mean, right yeah you even yeah. get movies in yes. vr if i'm not wrong Or even short films in VR, so it, it's getting more and more immersive, and it's just um, they're just pretty much riding that wave, riding that wave of mm-hmm. like being a uh, uh, keeping up on uh, keeping up in being on track with yeah. like technology yeah. and, and 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 its wave. So um, I would say pretty much you know it's in- inevitable, like it would definitely move on. Yeah, mm. AR may just be the tip. It may be move on to something else. Yes. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day we'll be, we won't be playing, you know, computer game per right. se, but more of like wearing goggles and yes. technology. Ready Player One. Ready man. Player One. <laughs> Ready Player One. Yeah. Amazing. No, movie. I think I think you you really you really hit it uh, on the point, right? It's it's a natural progression, mm. and honestly, if anything can enhance the experience, and that's the main thing, right? Yes. Then great, by all means, do it. I can see where it may get, you know may get a little difficult considering like budgets or capabilities yes. yeah, sure. or but again you know like you got to learn and you got to adapt to it yeah right? for sure you can't just for say sure. no 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 <laughs> yeah so. i mean at the end of the day like you know even running a business or running um even anything itself uh, if you don't progress if mm. you don't follow you know yeah. the if you don't keep yourself up to date mm. you know you just fall behind and you just die you just die earlier you know, yes. just die short yes um One example, one good example is probably like uh, um, smartphones, right? Mm. Not to point it out, but like for example, <laughs> uh, um, for example, like a certain coming. brand, I know what's coming. <laughs> a certain brand, like did not like you know move on to the smartphone industry, yes. and then the brand just died out. Yeah. So it's just pretty much being like always adapting, always keeping up yourself in the loop because. That was a major brand at one point, yes. right? It was, it was everybody through. has it under hands. Yeah, everyone has it. Yeah. So and then and then it just died us out. I mean, that's just really got to do with like you know forward, like how forward thinking mm. a certain person is, or like in the management in a sense. Yes. So, uh, we've we've learned like time after time. Like, there's so many different examples of 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 this um, forward thinkingness. If you're not forward thinking, your brand would just die out. 
Yeah. And that's something good to think about because it's being proved time after time. Yes. True, true. Yeah, so I think, yeah, um, pretty much that's, that, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's an absolutely great point. And now I'm really excited because now you have started something that is uh, uh, to be followed. And it's a huge start. So our interest right now is moving forward, right? Do you have in Genesis right now a few esports projects maybe? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're not allowed to spill some nah, beans, nah, then nah. that's fine. I sure, mean. sure, sure. I mean, we can we can share with you what's going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. great. So um, currently uh, in the office right now, we're actually working on some pro- on a project for MSI. Nice. Uh, yeah, so it's a second project coming. Um, uh, they're, and they're working with their headquarters, which is they're based in uh, Taiwan. Taiwan, yes. So they're Taiwanese brand, and then my Chinese is really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I can call myself a Chinese, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, pretty much, yeah, uh, my my project managers are like talking to them, you know, we're trying to figure it out, translating it to mm. me, and then I will kind of share creative directions. And and the fun th- the fun thing about doing this is that um, we get to do like strategy conceptualization. Mm. You know, we ask them really interesting questions, like um, you know, um, where is your where's your main target audience? Who do you want to target? You know, what uh, Especially with a with a computer gaming brand, you know, while the top we are looking to feature some really interesting genres of games in the video. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll, we'll do like questions like, you know, um, in uh, your target audience, do you want to target um the people that follows you or that don't follow you? Know, do you want to get more or do you want to, um, uh, kind of reinforce the brand mm-hmm. in that sense? And then we'll just uh, check with questions as well, like um you know in within we need some research documents from you. Yes. We actually do research as well, not just mm. creating a video. So we have to understand like you know, uh, what the most uh like games that people can relate to. Yes. Because at the end of the day, for videos and content, we want people to really relate to you. Yeah. Relate mm-hmm. to the video, and then mm-hmm. that that's where it blows up. Yep. Right. So that's where that's our that's our whole uh, initiative where we have to do research. You know what uh, the popular games people play for your target audience and things like that. And yeah, that's a whole bunch of it. So that that's part of the workflow as well. Right. And, and that's coming up. Yeah, for sure. Wow. For sure. That point there is that we are supposed to tell more stories, right? Yeah. And you're just taking this to another level, but at the core of it is just telling more stories, better stories yeah. to more people out there so they can relate, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, sure, you've been doing this with the huge brands like Razer, Riot, MSI. What's your view about uh, startups maybe or smaller companies who are interested to go into this space, you know, leveraging technology and especially in motion design uh, to actually get their brand to be more relatable? Mm -hmm. What can they do to just start something? I mean, maybe should they hire a motion designer right away or (laughs) do you see a better path leading towards that point? Right, right. I think you have a good question. Um, pretty much everyone can leverage motion design, mm. uh, leverage uh, doing mm. content. Yes. Uh, motion design may not be, it's just a platform, you know, to get your point across, to get your brand across. Uh, there are platforms for simple, more simple platforms like yep. doing film. Anyone can pick up a camera uh, and then like with, with simple knowledge, you can actually do simple uh, content. But that, the doing the actual execution of it is pretty mm. simple. But like coming up with ideas mm. that really gets people like, yeah, I mean that's that's interesting. I want more of this content. All right, that's that's the hard part. Mm. Like how do you angle your brand in a way that is that speaks to the audience or speaks mm. to, you know, that people gets people excited about? How do you leverage right. that? So um I think in general, creating content is really something that 
should be considered for all brands, mm. whether you're um, B2B or B2C. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, uh, it's, a, it's a marketing term, whether you're business to business, you're yes. doing business to business or you're doing your business to a consumer. Um, pretty much, I think, even for every uh, aspect, this, this, this marketing, I think it's pretty, it's, a, it's very, very important for, for any brands. To, to even, mm. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, right now we can see that people tend to ignore more and more uh, those generic advertisements, right? Yeah. Like yeah. banners uh, in your email page. Yeah, like who sure, would man. see that anymore? <laughs> Nobody sees that <laughs> exactly. anymore. Exactly. Even in Instagram and LinkedIn, those are those sponsored uh, uh, posts, right? Yeah. Mm. We yeah. tend to just scroll to it, even if it's something remotely interesting to yeah. you. Yeah. You still like, cross, uh, 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 scroll over that, right? Yeah. So I think it's a really great point that we have to start telling more compelling stories yeah. through more compelling means yeah. so that we can get, capture those attention. And this is especially important for brands, smaller brands, big brands, doesn't matter. You have to capture attention. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, and I'm not sure if you've seen this, but like there's a lot of like different Thai commercials. Mm. Thai commercials are pretty Oh great man, I love stuff. Thai commercials. Exactly. I cry every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, so know, I know, I yes. know. And, and, and if, you, if you notice this pattern, because Thai commercials can get pretty long. Yeah. Yes. Right? Especially when they're telling a story and an emotional driven story. Mm. Uh, the video has to be long. It has to kind of connect with the audiences for a longer time. Mm. But if you notice that the, every start of like a Thai video, there seems to be like a, a, a capture, we call it like a capture point, mm. where actually uh, you actually show the, 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 the highlights or a little bit about that and then you bring them back in time kind mm. of show. So that, that five second capture point is that where like, you know, for example, you're browsing on in, uh, social or anything like that. You, the moment you click on that five second, it, it, it brings you in. It brings you in. Right, right. And without that, it actually, you know, it's, it's hard for someone to kind of being like, yes. absorbed into that. Yes. So it's all really strategy and like how do you want to do that? Well, that's very, very yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, that tells us a lot. I mean, yeah. that means now we can learn more about doing content, right? Exactly. Just that statement, it allows mm-hmm. people who listen to this podcast to know that if you're creating content, long-form content, maybe uh, yeah. half an hour, an hour, have that five-second capture yeah. moment at um, the very beginning, right? Exactly. Even oh, like a minute awesome. content. Yeah. Uh, now, now even people would say a minute that's too long. Too long, long yeah. yeah. Yeah, a minute is too long. People come to us for content that's like six seconds. Six seconds. Mm. 15 seconds. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, it's YouTube, getting shorter, adds, shorter. YouTube exactly. adds that last a minute you can just skip in five seconds. Yeah. Exactly. So you have to capture that five seconds five before seconds. you can skip that, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes. So we're always, uh, we're always trying to adapt. Uh, all the marketing mm. brands are always trying to adapt to the platforms that's available, right? right? right. So the moment YouTube sets it at five seconds, you ha- you have to do yeah. it. Have to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. They are the one that's like setting the whole the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. And then for us, we are doing the adaptation. And, and then you have to work in the confines. Fair. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. So that's yeah. that, that's the struggle that I know most mm. brands face. Yes. Because uh, like, um, I I've been a victim of like you know clicking a uh, watching a YouTube video and. Uh, seeing the first five seconds, I was like, yeah, I've got to, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I'm just going to watch the whole thing. That's yes. like really good work. Yes. It's really good commercial. That's yeah. good. And then there's one, there's some that I'm just like, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Even some advertisements, like, uh, this is a series of advertisements and I can't actually wait to like see the next chapter of this ad. Yeah. I mean, it's an ad for God's sake that, but it can capture me in such a way that I want to know more. Exactly. Like, mm, so exactly. I think that's where we should strive towards mm-hmm. uh, as esports enthusiasts, as creators, yes. and of course the brands, big, small. Exactly. Matter. Everyone yeah. so, should 
I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, which industry you're in. I mean, especially for the esports industry as well, you could just implement the same same strategies yes. because it's it's throughout all markets, yes. right? Yeah. So the esports strategy is really a, a big market, and yeah, this is just one of the 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 things that we can really just bring over, and and it will definitely work. Right. For example, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. For example, all the different uh, promo content for all the different games and yeah. things like that. Uh, you could just use that as well. So mm. yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, nice. that's awesome. So, so uh, you go for it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so I was interested, right? You're doing projects on esports. Yeah. You must find an inspiration from somewhere. So what is that thing that inspires your project in motion design for esports? Is there like a specific brand or content that, you know, got you thinking, hey, I get a something, I got to do something like this. Yeah. Maybe some production that is very high. Uh, uh, high high end production, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which which kinds of uh, productions that inspires you to do this? Right, right. So um, because I play a lot of Counter Strike back yes. in the days, yeah. So I I watch a lot of like um ESL, um ESL, ESL. I watch a lot of DreamHack. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, I think it's all for Dota. Sorry, um, but pretty much like a mixture of both. Like yes. I'm I'm into all games. You know. I'm a gamer. I'm, Hell yeah. I'm yes. FPS, Hell yeah. FPS, MOBA. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. thing about gamers though. Some actually like identify themselves with just one game. Yeah. But in yeah. truth, we're gamers. We enjoy all games, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So I think this is a time where we should just move forward. Hey, there's no time for this division, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, we just have to be think, a exactly. community. I think it's just because yes. we have too much pride to get our asses yes. kicked in another game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. it's tough, man. I mean, in one game, let's say I play CS, I'm, I'm pretty okay in it, right? Yeah. So when I when people ask me to play, hey, let's go, I can kick your ass. But when they <laughs> right. ask me to play League, uh, <laughs> maybe next time, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, to your point, back, yeah. uh, uh, so I mean, I think like um, through that, um, ESL, uh, DreamHack, they have really common things. You know, it doesn't matter which game it is, mm. but they do have the same structure, right? Like yes. how they planned it. For example, they have like your pre-event videos, which are your hype videos, you know, all the different content, you know, teams going up or teams, uh, you know, making the qualifiers and things like mm, that. Mm. And then like during content itself, you have your promo videos. Whenever they're coming back from a break, they're always playing these interesting really videos to kind of capture yeah. you and establish the brand. And then they also have in-game content, you know, showing stats. You yes. Know, with everything else. So it's it's pretty much all this, it's all a pretty much similar system. Mm-hmm. Everything's working the same. So it doesn't a, a game doesn't really uh, it shouldn't bring any difference in a, in a sense if you're looking at it from an esports uh, from an industry perspective yeah. it doesn't really bring any difference mm-hmm. so um, yeah I mean I would say like there's a lot of different things we can learn mm-hmm. even from even from mo- mobile like mobile yes. like, tournaments and true, things like true true you have like your AOV you have your uh, mobile, uh, legends. mobile legends and yes. things like that Vainglory Vainglory yeah. yeah I play that quite a bit yeah. uh, and. Yeah, so it's 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 really it's really um, the same systems. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of different platforms. Yes. Where instead of seeing people, you know, mm. with cameras in their face while they're playing a computer, it's more like they're playing on the on a, on a screen yes. on, yeah. on a mobile or anything like true, that. True. So it's 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 just different platforms and just adapting. You see the esports. It's really interesting to see the esports industry adapting to these different different platforms, mm-hmm. different games or different things. Yeah. Who knows next time when we have VR, uh, how it's gonna be? Yes. But it's, <laughs> the same structure is gonna be there. There's still gonna be it's stats. Still there. There's still gonna be True. promos. Yes. There's still gonna be things. Yes. 
the only thing maybe the difference is you can see you know in your in-game view <coughs> a bit more yeah um, a bit more yeah. immersive immersive yeah. 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 the foundations won't change it's just the experience might change the experience right? yeah. Yeah. exactly exactly True. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah. so uh we're, we're nearing the end of the show cool we've done a cool. lot of storytelling on your you know professional side and people yeah. know about that now now i want to touch on you know you as the gamer yeah sure sure, sure. Like, sure. understand a little bit more so first question mm-hmm what was what what was the game that had the most impact or or your favorite game growing up? Oh, growing up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this takes back to your like five year old days. Five years old. Yeah. <laughs> I think it takes exactly like when I start playing games, it was mm. about six, seven. Mm. Wow, the very first one, man, this is gotta be embarrassing, but like I uh, mean no, <laughs> games, man. Games are games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I started off with like new pets, you know. I I don't yeah. care. I, like, dude, from the very OG, like yo, yeah. I gotta feed my pet every day, <laughs> you know. And then like you you like introduce things like stock markets and things like that. Oh, I was like, yo yo, like, wait, it's what? way above my head. Wait, <laughs> okay, yeah, it's yeah, way yeah, above yeah, my head. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was I just that. there to play the snake games, like yes. the Merca chase and things like yeah. that. I was just there to play that. They go those games, you know. Neo right, pets. right. That's that a throwback. That's right. That's yeah, I know, right. Definitely a throwback. Is that yeah, footage of it, Bert? What is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like after Neopets, pretty much uh, I managed to get another game mm. which was called uh, Ultima, the Ultima series. I'm Ultima, not sure yes. Ultima, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's pretty much RPG. It's an yes. RPG game and uh, it's something that really is close to my heart. Mm. Like, I, it's, it's the very first RPG game I played. Mm-hmm. And it's like even to this day, I still buy the game. Yeah. On, wow. On Origin. They have it on Origin. Still. Damn. Okay. It's called right. Ultima 8. So damn, like yeah, they still have it there. So uh, they just—I think they, if I'm not wrong, they use the simulator or something. Simulator, yes. Yeah, a- actually, my my bad. It might be actually the first game I played. To be honest, Ultima? really? Yeah, because the the game the the win the the computer I was using is like Windows three point one or something. Okay. Okay. It, it was like a it was pretty much DOS system. Yeah, pretty much something like that. Ultima seven. That's wow. seven. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, there's a couple of them. Yeah, but like it runs on DOS, so oh, you wow. oh, that game. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I mean, the one I played was a little bit later. It is. I'm not that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. Oh, don't worry. I don't think anyone thinks you're that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. But like, yes, essentially, um, yeah, it runs on DOS. So right. as a six years old, <laughs> I had to figure out C. Is slash you know, <laughs> program files yeah. slash Ultima eight and then it loads up and I'm like Oop. and then yes. kind of just like kind of loading and loading. It's just like yo, now come think back about it and then I jump to new pets. That's a bit weird, but right. like yeah, I mean mm. just kind of being from a very young age, I'm just exploring many many different games. Yeah. Yes. so you're a PC gamer. Uh, from PC game, game, yeah, actually, yeah. I play a lot of PC games, mm. but uh, I own P- uh, PlayStation, PlayStation as well. As well. Yeah, so yeah. so what what do you play now? Like, what are the games that you enjoy most to play now? Uh, nowadays, I play a lot of um, League. That's one. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I play a lot of League. I play a lot of... Uh, I'm, I'm still playing Counter-Strike as, uh, once that's in a while. That's good. Going back Counter-Strike. You're pleasing everyone in the room. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But that's not serious, though. Like, yes. that's, that's just me as a gamer. That's yeah. what I like to do. Um, mobile games, maybe? Mobile games. I'm playing this game. Uh, hold on. Let me just check. Yeah, sure. Let me just check. Is it online or single player? It's online. It's, it's, online. it's called Brawl Stars. I'm I, not sure. I, I, oh, okay, okay. And that's the up and coming uh, yeah. sports title, uh, e- esports title, I think. Yeah. Because uh, it, it has a potential to be played by everyone because yeah, it's just exactly. five minutes. It's exactly. uh, the graphics it, is cute. It's amazing how like I swear, since I came back to Singapore mm. and, and honestly when I came back a year ago was when like my eyes were open to 
just how popular mobile games mobile are, games. especially yeah. here in Southeast Asia. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every month or two since I've come here, it's like, oh, there's a new game now that's yeah. like the up and coming, exactly. or like there's a new one, or yeah. there's a new one, and I'm like, wait, what? Okay, Vainglory is the same as this, which is the same as that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah it's know. interesting, but at the same time, it's pretty challenging moving forward because uh-huh. in esports, it's a bit tough if you compete all together. Mm. Like there's yeah. 10 different MOBA titles, yeah. right? Uh, competing for that spot maybe later in the C games, Asian games. So yeah, I'm just hoping that people would just, I don't know, I'm, I'm hoping people would stick to a few titles yeah. in a way because yeah. then the communities will build and then we get to uh, the esports uh, as we know it today. I with can see those where you're coming titles. from. I yes. can see where you're coming from. Yeah, but, but what do you think? I mean, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I just think there's nothing wrong with with uh, variety. Yeah, yeah. As I mean, long as you're not sure, like sure. blatantly copying yes, someone else. Exactly, but yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Again, you know that that happens. Yes. That um, happens. I think so. Like for me, um, I so I, I was never a PC gamer. Oh. So. Mm. I grew up with a PlayStation. Cool. Right. cool. Uh, I was like my my mother had me when she was really young um, in Iran. Right. And I grew up around adults, and the adults at the time. This is like ninety four, ninety five. Uh-huh. Uh, that's when I was born. They bought the first PlayStation, right? Right. That's right. When right. PlayStation comes out. Yes. So when I was like five, six, they're all playing Tekken. And that was actually one of the first games oh, that yeah. I played. Right. Oh, and yeah. they're all like, you know, these adults like sitting in a room going ham. And then I'm a kid and I come and I start kicking their kicking asses. Kicking their asses, yes. So that's, yeah, yeah. So I was always a console gamer, you know, COD, FIFA. Oh, uh, yeah. And then I got into PC gaming. And every time I pick up a PC game, I felt like I had some sort of loyalty to that game. Because mm. I'm really competitive, right? Yeah. Yes. So I always wanted to be like the best at that game. So if I was playing WoW... I wanted to be the best in my realm, right? Yes. On my server. Yeah. If I was playing uh, League, I wanted to be the best ADC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then PUBG came out. Mm. And oh, that yeah. that was my first... I never played H1Z1. And I didn't play any of the other games. First Battle Royale? It's my okay. first Battle Royale game. And, okay. I, and I really thought, like, damn, yes. like, this is it. Like, this is the game for me that I can play for the rest of my life. Like, the level of excitement and adrenaline yes. that yeah. they get out of you yeah. in these Battle Royale games, you cannot... Like, it's second to none, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I was like, PUBG, PUBG, PUBG. And Fortnite, Fortnite came, came along. And I was like, I don't, I don't need Fortnite. Like, I'm just going to play PUBG. <laughs> yeah. Like, PUBG yeah. is yes. already great. Yes. Then, I picked up Fortnite. And, then... and I was like, holy crap, this is great as well. <laughs> yeah. So, that's why when, when, yes. when people say, uh, you know, I just wish, like, we could stick to one or two games. or I, I can totally see that argument. Yes. And that's how I used to think. Mm. But... If I if we didn't have varieties of games, yes. you know, you wouldn't know which one you'd like more or which mm. one you'd like less. So I think, hell, like give us give, give us, us a variety. Yeah, of games. give us new stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I, like I think it. I think uh, the interesting thing is because you don't necessarily have to abandon esports if you switch games all yeah. the time, right? Yeah, you can switch games and still enjoy esports loyalty to absolutely. a certain title. So yeah, absolutely. That's the important thing that people have to think yeah. about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's actually this would be a controversial statement, but I feel like Do it's it. <laughs> harder to uh, get like a, a, a rugby fan to watch the NFL mm. and be just as interested. But I'm not a Dota player. I feel like as a league player, I could watch a Dota game. And yes. I like, okay, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I find this interesting. I yes. can kind of I can get what's going on. You can. Like, yes, I can right? still feel it. Yes. So yeah. I don't know. Th- that might be a controversial statement. But, mm, but I I actually totally agree because. Uh, it's really interesting that we are not tied to uh, a certain uh, uh, title, right? Yeah. And we can just jump ship anytime. Exactly. Right? 
So <laughs> that's the greatest thing about esports, I think, is that there's the no division. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no yeah. fragmentation. You, you're an esports enthusiast. You're an esports enthusiast. Yeah, that's right. What game you play doesn't matter, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's exactly. what we should keep in mind moving True. forward. What game doesn't matter? But if you're playing Master Yi against me, <laughs> I swear to God. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's let's well let's, let's make it let's do it. <laughs> let's take it into the PC. As long as it's not on any Riot account with like unlocked skins, I'm yeah, good. <laughs> everything is all. Yeah, that would have been dope. Nine. Nine. <laughs> all the all right. Thanks, yeah. man. Thank Look, you for joining us yes, today. Pleasure. Think, pleasure. Before we wrap it up, if mm-hmm. I let Andy wrap it up, just sure. uh, one last message to you know anyone trying to make it into the industry mm-hmm. or anyone that doesn't even know that hey, you know, one day my job might be useful in this industry mm. or yeah, I just really want to get into this industry. What would you tell them? Yeah. So essentially, at the end of the day, it's pretty much, you know, doing the things you love, right? Like yes. that's the, that's that's the thing that's the real thing that counts. And if esports is is an a whole industry and in many different facets of the industry is something that you can be part of, I mean I would say go for it. Like mm. you 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 have to kind of figure out, you know, you know, your background and how it'll fit um within the whole entertainment industry. Or it could be in the streaming the mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. together with streaming. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different uh, a different platform there but it's all still related to gaming so I mean in that sense like I would say don't let it stop you you know you figure out what you like uh, it's something related and something you want to do just go for it and I think it will, it will definitely fit in one of the different facets that mm-hmm. this industry is going because this industry is pretty much a mix of everything right yeah. everything and yeah. so I, I guess it's the best part about in the esports industry that uh, even if you're doing events or you're you're just you know you're just doing like accounting, mm. like yo, there's y- a place. Yeah, there's a place yeah. for that. Like in in the, the same industry, it, it still works. You know, you know what I mean. So it's just matter of like taking that to another um, to where you want to be mm. and then going like working in that culture. If that's what you're aiming for, then I say go for it. Well, yeah. all right, that is well said. Awesome, Benjamin Ang. I think this will inspire the people who are listening to this, be it young, old. I mean, people are just getting into the industry. I think you've uh, made a great statement yeah. today. And exactly. I really just want to thank you for stepping up and coming to the yep. studio. Thank yeah, you. And my becoming, pleasure. Thanks becoming for having part, me. Becoming a part of this journey. Yep. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, one last question. Sure. We ask this to everyone. <laughs> who would you like to see next on the show? Oh, wow, 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 wow. And you can be as crazy as you want, man. You can yeah. get Riot Trindamir down here. I don't oh, know. <laughs> wow, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> actually, I'd love, love to have someone from Riot, actually. Riot. If you mm-hmm. can get them down. I mean, they have a local office. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah. 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 wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I mean, you, can... you can spill some beans. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. tell them, hey, there's yeah. this guy who's doing shows. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like to I like to like hear from like the marketing side of things, mm. you know, how like, yeah. all these content that they're pushing out. Yes. What's their strategy? You know, yes. like, you know what's the thought behind going yes. through? That would be so cool. Yes. That would be so cool. We would love to explore that and many more. Yeah. So stay tuned. We are having uh, another guest today. Awesome. And we will be having more guests next week. And awesome. we look forward to more stories from you guys. And if anyone listening have a story to tell, reach out to us. Or if you know someone who wants to, who wants, who you want to tell their story, reach out to us. Yeah. And we'll set a schedule and we get them to the studio just like what Benjamin Ang did. Yeah, yeah, All right, with that, sure. I will end it here. Thank you for you guys who tune in today. Cool. And we'll see you in the next episode. See you guys. Thank Bye. you. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show.